If the offense is triangular, it's something like a prism. Put you on that lockdown defense like a prison. Hakeem was the dream, the MVPs must be his children. They won 22 games in a row, that's a rhythm. Triple double rust, man, I need you to acknowledge. He don't do this for the optics, man, he do this for the Rockets. Opponents want the smoke, they in his pockets. Don't you get him started, he a monster, he a lockness. And James Harden, that's the beer gang Every time he dribble, his opponent's feeling fear, man It's Brody and the beer, don't be a victim The legends in the flesh to the show, you are a witness Seek and you shall find all the answers to your questions Tune in, he gon' tell the truth, you like confessions Gather round, come and hear the word, just like a Christian I'm urging you to listen, it's the Kelly Ecosystem Welcome to a new episode of Brody and the Beard on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mo DeKeel, and with me as always is our man on the ground. I might so I might have a nickname for you, Kelly. What is it? Oh, man, I just thought of it, man. I'm going to start calling you Boots because you're our boots on the ground, man. You're, no, you're, nope, you're, you're, nope, you're, nope, no, 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 no. What's going on, bro? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm hurt now, but uh, <laughs> I thought yeah, I was on to something, but apparently not. <laughs> but not we got our guy, boots. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> we got our guy, Kelly Eco, <laughs> from The Athletic, covers the Houston Rockets. Uh, he's our man on the ground, and you're listening to The Athletic Podcast Network. And Kelly, I want to just get right into it, man. Right. You're able to talk with Austin Rivers. It's kind of interesting because last episode we spoke to your man Marcus, you know, with one perspective. And now Austin kind of has a little bit of a different perspective in terms of approaching the bubble. Can you talk about that. Yeah. So Austin, you know, it was real random how that conversation came about. It was more like a shot in the dark. But Austin has always been someone who's really outspoken, who's not afraid to say how he feels and when him and I spoke, you know, he talked about the power of being a new parent, a new father, you know, how it's important to teach your kids that um, right from wrong and racism is taught, you know, because there isn't anyone that's born racist. You know, you're taught that by people that are ignorant and people that are, you know, evil. So he was talking about that and his son, Caden, and how it's been, you know, since March being with him in the house time that you don't get to spend, you know, on the road during the NBA season. And then we talked more about the NBA side, about small ball specifically, and he made an interesting point saying that in a normal game, it might be kind of hard to hear your teammates talking on defense because of the 20,000 screaming fans. But now in Orlando, there will be no fans. There will be no outside noise. So there is no excuse for not being able to talk on defense. And I thought that was really interesting because – the Rockets are a team that has kind of struggled this year with adapting to a new defensive strategy with Coach Turner, you know, trying to switch some, not all, um, the, the shrink-the-floor strategy of trying to force turnovers in the paint and trying to get out and run and leaving corner shooters open. So I think for me that's going to be the most important thing to see their communication levels in Orlando if, if they're spiked up. And then also he talked about the need for ball movement, um, why just because they have two great scorers, they still need to move the ball because as teams key in on James and Russ, it's going to be important for the role players to step up and make plays for everyone else. And as opposed to um, the rotation and, and opening up the rotation to like nine, ten players, you know, that also goes hand-in-hand with teams keying in on Russ and, trying to, and James trying to uh, find ways to stifle them on defense. 
Yeah, I mean, it, there's going to be, I mean, the, the, the quietness of the gym is going to be very interesting, right. you know, and in that sense, like, you know, and, and I think some of that even comes to uh, hearing play calls and things like that. Like, there's going to be a lot of different elements to all of this that the guys are going to have to get used to and adjust to the whole scenario. Um, it's it's going to be fun in that sense of, I think it'll be interesting having First off, I love the sound of just the shoes squeaking. You can just put that over anything and when these guys are playing and I'll be happy. But overall, though, like it's going to be fun to kind of watch and see how the the NBA does it. I know the broadcast, they've talked about doing different things. So we, we may not hear what exactly is going on on the court. But he's so right on about the communication defensively because that's such a key on defense. You know, uh, Jeff Van Gundy said this to me a long time ago when I was just starting to coach, uh, you know, it's early, loud, and continuous. You know, you got to say it early, you got to say it loud, and you got to keep saying it. And that was something that, you know, kind of stayed with me, and that's such a key part defensively. So whether it's calling the coverage, letting the guys know where the screen's coming from, where your help is, all of that matters. And in a silent gym, it's going to get pretty interesting. Do you think that there's a potential because it's going to be just those two teams playing um, is there a potential to kind of hear other guys' signals, or are you just trying to key in on, on what your guys are saying? Guys, let's be honest with each other. Smelling good is really important. And you know the best place to go to smell good? It's Hawthorne. Hawthorne smells amazing. Getting Hawthorne cologne is so easy. And let me mention, guys, Father's Day is coming up. This is the perfect gift for your dad. You can take the quiz for him. You can start exploring scents. You can start to figure out what's going to be good for him. You can get one for work, one for play. It's perfect. And if it's not for your dad, get it for yourself because you got to smell good, folks. And it's not just colognes that Hawthorne sells, right? You can get personalized products like deodorant, shampoo, and body wash. This is how it works. Take a two-minute quiz, and Hawthorne tells you the two colognes that are best for you. And like I said, one for work, one for play. Totally risk-free with free shipping and free returns. Check out Hawthorne at Hawthorne.co. Check out Hawthorne at Hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E and .co, not .com. Hawthorne.co. And use our promo code ATHLETIC to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne.co and use the promo code ATHLETIC to get 10% off your first purchase. Hawthorne.co. You'll hear stuff, but you know, the the thing is like, you're not going to change that much. You know, Um, I at least don't think so. I just think it's, uh, you're going to keep going about doing your business. I mean, here's the honest truth, Kelly, with how good advanced scouts are nowadays. You already have the calls. You know the play calls. You know you know what you know what each team calls. You know what they when they want to go under screens. You know what they're calling it. You know what they're going to do when they want to go over it. You know and things like that. And 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 if they want to go zone or whatnot. So I don't think it's you're not catching anybody off guard with in terms of your play call. You know you're just kind of going. You know and and you know and it's also hard, right? Like if you're in the middle of running a play and they go like okay, you hear their play call and they're going to play the screen differently. You're not going to just break off the play. It's too difficult. Um, you know, so I think you just roll with it. And I think that's going to be a big part of it. But I want to talk a little bit also about Austin's approach to going into the bubble. What did he say about that? Um, that he, he basically said that, you know, the reason why they want to go is because 
obviously, yes, they do have their jobs that they love and they want to take care of their families and they want to build generational wealth. But as you're seeing in other sports, the Premier League came back yesterday with the great displays of, of, of solidarity and how all the players have Black Lives Matter on the back of their jerseys. There are ways to send um, a message, and that's kind of what Austin told me. And obviously, we've seen the other side of the equation, you know, talking to my guy Marcus about not going. But, you know, there is no right answer in all of this. You know, Austin believes that if you go, you can um, stand together and create a message because everyone will be looking at at the Orlando bubble and how it's going to turn out. Just like everyone was looking at, you know, England and, and soccer and stuff like that. So it is really interesting to hear his points on why, you know, playing is, is such important. And he, he didn't say it just to, you know, become the point of the story or just to go against Kyrie because Kyrie's his good friend, but it's just how he felt. And Austin is that kind of guy who, if you know him, he's not afraid to say how he feels about anything. It could be, about, you know, a 2-3 zone or it could be about Black Lives Matter. He's going to speak up for what he believes in and and I, and I and I and I commend him for doing so. Yeah, and I think it's important that everybody kind of makes their This is this is the more important part of what Kyrie did that I think really kind of got undershadowed is making sure everybody's heard. And Austin's doing his part and making himself heard. And I think that stuff's really important and you know, we talked about it on the last pod in terms of what the uh, what players could, you know, the the for me at least the symbols guys can kind of put together on the court and how they can act, you know, inside the bubble and continue to amplify the the voice. And it was you're right on with the great examples from the EPL with the Black Lives Matters on the back of uniforms and things like that. A lot of interesting things are going to come from this and. I think it allows them to challenge the league here a little bit and, and push the league into a direction in which the players want the league to go in terms of, you know, how do they approach communities of color? How are they going to start pushing folks? And 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 where are they going to kind of – are they going to put their uh, money where their mouth is and things like that? So I think there's a lot of opportunities there, and I think that's that's something that is being discussed in the whole process. But, man, Kelly, it's it's up on The Athletic now. I highly recommend everybody go check it out. Like, you should always be reading Kelly stuff. <laughs> it, it was something. It was something from that story. I wanted to ask you when he said it. Um, so he talked about speed, obviously, where Coach D'Antoni wants to play faster and and a more emphasis on getting up and down the court. But Austin said specifically what Coach wanted was um, more kick ahead passes. Now, if you watch how they play, oftentimes. If Russ isn't initiating the break, you know, James likes to he likes to walk it up the court. But Coach D'Antoni said he wants kind of less on that and more on getting it to Russ. When you were around Chris, you know, how did he strike the balance between, you know, the kick-ahead passes and because he he's more of a pound-the-ball, you know, dissect a, a half-court setting. But how do you find the balance in the team of kicking in the ball ahead and, you know, just going slowly. I mean, that's a – it's really kind of just the advantage. There's a lot of things. It's it's how much advantage do you have for Chris in, in terms of the way kind of Chris viewed it, in, in my opinion of it. It's – Chris surveys the floor. Do we have an advantage if I kick it ahead or do we not? You know, and, and time and score. Do we need a quick bucket or, or are we in a situation where we got to slow things down? And just the general thing, that's one of the tougher things to balance for a point guard. 
right. you know, in, in, in terms of that. But it's like, I kind of like the, the yin and yang a little bit that you get from Westbrook and, and Harden in that sense of like, if the ball's in Westbrook's hand in the backcourt, he's going to get it up in the front court pretty damn quick, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and you got to be ready for the transition defense. And then the other way around, if it's in Harden's hand, it's going to be a little bit slower. I think there's a kind of yin and yang balance in that. And I think that's pretty good. Um, but it, it's, it's hard. And, and the one thing too, I'd say, you know, coming off a long layoff and then you're going to be working your way back, you know, are the guys cardio levels, at that pace that they needed to be to be able to constantly push the court. You know, I mean, they may be in great shape. There's a big difference between being able to go out for runs and running up hills than playing a game, right? It's very different stop and go-ish and things like that. And and I always say there's no preparing for an NBA game. You know, like you just have to play the games to get the the preparation. So I think there's going to be a ramp up in that sense. So I think that's where we're going to have – to kind of see how the how the Rockets sort of deal with that. But uh, like I said, it's going to be really interesting. Go check out Kelly's article. Read. Make sure you're reading everything he does. You can support us on iTunes by leaving a review, five stars, all that stuff. Uh, Kelly, you got anything else real quick? Yeah, stay safe, wash your hands, and protect Wear a mask, eyes. people. Yeah, wear a mask. Yeah, and that wear a mask when you... That should be the the most obvious thing, but you know, it's not that hard, coming. and it's not and it's not an affront to any of your toughness at all. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but for Kelly Eco, for our producer Mike Zimmerman, for me, Mo the Kill, we out. Yeah.